At Studio 107 in the heart of downtown Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, we believe that small towns deserve great wines too. Come join us in our wine bar and gallery for an afternoon or evening escape. For more information, simply visit studio107cda.com. So, Shelly, it's going to take a little time for me to open the second one. Do you want? Do you have any news to announce? Oh, just opened it. <laughs> I guess I don't have much news. So I asked if she has any news to announce. And she's like, I don't know. Let me check the notes. <laughs> Are we talking about Silverwood? Yes. Ah. Miss Conductor. <laughs> so I was selected as a conductor for the Silverwood theme park, which is our theme park here, and it's the largest theme park in the Northwest. It's been a long week, right? Are you ready to wind down? Why not? It's time for the Wine Time Fridays podcast with Shelly and Phil. Neither are sommeliers, but both have a deep passion for life, each other, and delicious wine. And now, here to talk about this week over a glass of wine is Shelly and Phil. It's wine time. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of Wine Time Fridays with Shelly and Phil. And just wanted to say, listen real close. Happy Friday. It's wine time. Hi, Shelly. Hi, Phil. (laughs) Why do you give me that look? It's like Stuart from Saturday Night Live. Stuart, stop. Stop. So I'm going to pop the cork on this first one. Yeah, that's a really weird sounding cork. So we have, um, what's wrong? Nothing. We have kind of talked about doing an episode with the three bays of Sauvignon Blanc from New Zealand. Monkey Bay? Oyster Bay and, and Cloudy Bay. Cloudy Bay. There's a lot of bays over there. Yeah. And uh, Mark up at uh, Fred Meyer said, and none of these bays exist. Oh. <laughs> um, which I think is interesting. But the Cloudy Bay is very apropos today because guess what? We are back inside. If we were outside, we're getting just dumped on rain-wise. Yeah. Rainy day. Rainy day. So we're back in, but that's okay. Because... Interesting. Right off the bat, this nose does not give me a New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc nose. Mm. Not really. Mm. She almost drank without toasting. Shelley, to health, wealth, and abundance, gratitude, romance, peace on earth. I say peace on earth. Gratitude, romance, and And peace on earth. And your giggles. (laughs) And your kisses. Cannot believe I. Made that error. So a little bit, a little bit more. Yeah, not um, quite. But this is the least expensive of the three wines, so maybe that has something to do with it. But it is very crisp. We could have gotten. That's great in English. We could have picked up Kim Crawford. I think is a Marlboro. Um, but it's not a Kim Crawford Bay, so... No, no, we, we, we really wanted to go with the bays. 
Because it is interesting, all these um, New Zealand Sauvignon Blancs have these bays. And and when we get to the third one, which is Cloudy Bay, it kind of set the tone, I think, 20 years ago or 15 years ago with, even though Monkey Bay says, says they are the ones that set the tone, uh, I know Cloudy Bay was a huge, it really caught people's attention. And so... They won a gold medal, something like that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this, all three wines are from the Marlborough region of New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And my guess, it, we couldn't see, uh, find out a whole bunch about the Monkey Bay, but uh, they probably produce an awful lot of this. Seven ninety seven. I got this at all these wines from Total Wines in Spokane Valley. So what do you got on this? Well, I always loved Monkey Bay because it was one of the first wines I learned about when we moved to Idaho, when I moved to Idaho. Um, they used to serve it in one of the restaurants here, and it's really good with sushi and fish dishes. They say it's Chicken, good, um, sea bass, and shellfish? Yeah, I would not pair this with chicken unless, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Some kind of lemon chicken, maybe. But I don't think I'd pair it with regular chicken. The last six words on their description, I agree 100%. Think summer. Think the sun deck. Yep. This <laughs> is just easy drinking. It's under eight bucks a bottle. You can't it's beat very nice. Yeah, you it's can't not, beat that. It's not as um, citrusy and grassy as the other two are going to be. Hmm. <laughs> It's delicious. Uh, May 7th, which is a week from today, is going to be Sauvignon Blanc Day, International Sauvignon Blanc Day. The problem is we are going to be publishing that day our visit with Clearwater Canyon. Right. We're going to be publishing it and we'll have visited there. Yeah, it's going to be so fun. And so uh, we're kind of jumping ahead a little bit with this, but not that much ahead. Uh, So next next Friday is International Sauvignon Blanc Day. And you should check these wines out because they're really crisp. And honestly, when it comes... But since it's international, try one from every area. I mean, you could do... uh, French Sauvignon Blanc, Sancerre, or, or uh, Puy Fumé, or different styles, but still from French. And you could do New Zealand. You can do something from Washington or California, a little bit more grassy. But try it out. They're so delicious. And don't take our word for it. Check it out yourself. So, Shelly, it's going to take a little time for me to open the second one. Do you want? Do you have any news to announce? Oh, just opened it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I don't have much news. Do you know the news I'm referring to? Are we talking about Silverwood? Yes. Ah. Miss Conductor. <laughs> so I was selected as a conductor for the Silverwood theme park, which is our theme park here, and it's the largest theme park in the Northwest. Um, has some is that more. right? Yep. That's impressive. Yeah. That's ah, really mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so a conductor is like a brand ambassador, and we're going to be writing about 
different things going on behind the scenes and some not so behind the scenes, but this will last, this ambassadorship or conductorship lasts for a year and it's going to be very fun. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. (laughs) I would like to toast with this Oyster Bay Sauvignon Blanc to your giggles. This is... Yes, it is. To your giggles and congratulations. To your kisses. Yeah, the nose on this is so much different than the Monkey Bay. So is the taste. (laughs) Isn't it interesting? I remember Monkey Bay being more like this. And I do too. Here's the funny thing. Bright citrus for sure. Very kind of zesty. I asked Shelly if we should bring some crackers or some palate cleanser because I felt that all three of these are going to be so similar, it will be hard to distinguish between them. I mean, so far not. <laughs> who, t- who tastes three like Marble. identical grape varietals from the same region? Well, if you went to Napa for a day, you would. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. And they're Merlots or, or Cabs or, or whatever you're tasting from Napa or Sonoma. Is they're going to have a similar similar terroir, but every region is just really different. Um, Oddly enough, I get Vicks cough drops from this. Vicks cough drops. Maybe that's the honey menthol. Maybe that's interesting. It. So one of their descriptions on this is the wine that started it all. I think I said that was about Monkey Bay, but no, it's Oyster Bay. The wine that started it all, and so the first. Oyster Bay, which happened to win the best Sauvignon Blanc in the world. Mm-hmm. It's brilliant, clarity, extraordinary, aromatic flavors, and refreshing zest. Boy, zest is just right, too. Mm-hmm. Are both thrilling and enthralling. Um, like mm-hmm. lemon zest is is one of those components on these wines, right? Mm-hmm. Mm, so much so. And I liken these New Zealand Sauvignon Blancs to uh, just grapefruit always comes to play, but this is really lemony. Mm-hmm. lemony. If you don't like Chardonnay, you mm-hmm. may like Sauvignon Blanc because usually Sauvignon Blanc doesn't have any oak. It's not usually aged in oak. It's aged in um, stainless. Stainless, yeah. Although there is some Sauvignon Blancs that are aged in oak, and generally they are called fumé, so more smoky. I want to. I'm going to just pause for a little bit. Before we open the Cloudy Bay. By the way, the Monkey Bay is 2017, which kind of surprised me that this is... That old? <laughs> yeah, it's probably not as old as it looks in the year because it's from the Southern Hemisphere. So they get kind of a jump on us a little bit. But it is 2017, and the last two are 2020. Mm-hmm. So a little bit newer, a little bit crisper. But I wanted to ask about episode 54 because that's what we are on right now. And let's talk Jersey numbers. Okay, what are they? <laughs> Number 54. Uh, how about Randy White? Okay. Rich Gossage. I've heard that name. Yeah. Uh, I want, is that, was that Goose Gossage? I think it is. That was his nickname is Goose. Um, 22 seasons on eight different teams. Wow. But the one that I really want to talk about was your friend Robin's brother. <laughs> My friend Robin's brother. <laughs> yeah. Your friend Robin's yeah, brother. I, I know. 
He played on the Bears? On the Bears, yep. Yeah, Brian Erlacher, number 54. So we get to tag Robin on this episode. Uh-huh. So we'll get another listener to add it to our thousands of listeners already. Yes, and Robin um, represents a great line of beauty products and skincare products that are very clean. I thought you were talk about their shop. No. <laughs> well, she has a great shop about cars as well. The family does. I was like, she, she represents a great, I'm like. No. Labrai Le, Beauty Products, based with aloe. And that, I did not know. I like that's clean beauty. So Yeah, it is clean. It is really clean. No dyes and all that crap right. that really ruin our bodies. Uh, anyway, thanks, Robin. Thanks, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Your brother's number 54, and we are episode 54. Now, before we go to break, I want to talk about corkscrews. Yeah, we didn't name ours. We haven't named ours. I think we should. Mm-hmm. Sally. Sally. Hmm. I, it just came to mind. How about Moira? Mo- <laughs> <laughs> we just finished. The last. We just finished Shit's Creek. Creek. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't really think we were going to like the show at all. My daughter Lindsay, who you will hear from in two weeks, uh, and there will be guests again, almost a year to date from episode seven last year when they they were guests on our podcast. Be a more than two weeks. I don't think so. No, don't right. think so. I could be wrong, but. I may I not. That- uh, anyway, uh, she recommended the show. We watched it a couple of times. And it was just like this. This is dumb. And then yeah. And then all up. of a sudden mm-hmm. completely hooked. And uh, it was a great show. But I asked, um, no, somebody, because we just got some empathy wine. So Gary's wine project that ended up getting sold. So good for them for selling to Constellation. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's good news. Well, they think it's good news, and it's not just because of the money. They said Constellation is going hands-off. They want to continue to do what they were doing. So we'll see if that's true or not true, but that's kind of fun. Constellation owns Sterling Vineyards. They own a billion different wineries. That's true. (laughs) I don't maybe not a billion. They own an awful lot. And we like the wineries that like you're going to hear next week from Clearwater Canyon, the wineries that have a story and you are going to love Carl and Coco. They are so cool and they have a story and how they built their, their winery and they're making great wine. And so is it a great thing that someone comes and throws a bunch of cash your way so that they can, you know, gather that part of the market. I mean, who am I to say I'd say no to it, right? Mm-hmm. But it it's going to change some things, um, potentially. And I, we don't think empathy is going to be that way. In fact, we are going to have a bottle of that tonight, <laughs> a glass of that tonight. Shame on me. A glass with of that tonight with some... Chilean barramundi. Fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fish. So it'll be fun. Anyway, I saw Empathy Wine on Twitter ask the question, do you have a name for your corkscrew? I'm like, Shelly, do we have a name for our corkscrew? And she said, no. I don't 
feel like we need a name for our corkscrew. Well, go grab. So here are some of them, right? Little Tony. Why Little Tony? I didn't ask this person. Corky, that's an obvious one. My best friend. How about this name? Necessary. Hmm. (laughs) Necessary evil. Uh Old faithful and MVP. MVP. Um, I kind of like Corky, but Moira works for me. (laughs) (laughs) Can you go grab Moira? I can right now. (laughs) A break is coming now because I hear the music and I don't want to be late. So catch you on the other side. Cave B Estate Winery is a place where stories are created and memories made. And the Cave B Estate Winery Wine Club is a gift that keeps on giving with a variety of club levels from two to three bottle clubs to customer choice and case level clubs. And with each club, there are wine discounts, free tastings, yearly free event space in our cave for higher levels to an annual free social gathering. No matter which club level you choose, the Cave B Wine Club is a whole lot of fun. Join today or purchase a year membership as a gift for your wine-loving friend. And to learn more how you can experience a setting that allows you to be inspired through delicious wine, friendly staff, exciting events, and beautiful views, please visit cavebee.com or simply call 509-785-3500. Welcome back. We are here with the three bays, the three bays of... New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc, Monkey Bay, Oyster Bay, and we are about to open Cloudy Bay. Again, let me get that corkscrew out. We get Moira over here. (laughs) That's just not nearly as fun. We're not going to get thundered on or rained on. This is one I'm actually very much looking forward to. I don't think I've ever tasted this. I think you have. I'm not sure where I've tasted this, if I have. This is a little higher price point. The Monkey Bay came in at $7.97. The Oyster Bay came in at $9.97. The Cloudy Bay, $27.99. What are you getting on the nose? Hmm. Not as lemony, not as... Obviously, citrusy because lemon is citrus, but oops. What was that? <laughs> That's my glass hitting my glass. <laughs> edit, edit. <laughs> Do not put that on the fridge. <laughs> it's so hard not to, though. <sighs> to your giggles. <laughs> you, really, literally, to your you guys, skills. <laughs> you guys just heard what I toast. When she giggles like this, it is like melting to your giggles. To your kiss. <laughs> Thank you for enjoying wine with me. Tastes more citrusy and lemony and acidic. It's much softer, isn't it? I have to go back to the um, softer. Mm-hmm. oyster bay right now. So far, I like the oyster mm-hmm. bay better. But I'm with you this too. This may open up. Yeah, that's really interesting. Gosh, even if it stays this close, or if Cloudy Bay ends up 
you know, op- like you say, opening it up and, and being a little bit crisper and cleaner and more balanced and whatever for the difference in price. $16 more. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's see. I, I'm not sure. Um, what do you got on this uh, Cloudy Bay uh, wine? You got any notes? So bright and focused with grapefruit. So. <laughs> bright? Okay, let's be serious. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> There's so much to choose from in this episode. <laughs> okay, let's be serious. Um. They talk about ripe grapefruit and macrut lime, which I've never had. Some kind of lime, though, but I, I get that. And I don't know what passion fruit is. Someday we're going to have to buy some passion fruit because so many Sauvignon Blancs say they have passion fruit. And I have no idea what they're Tell you talking what, about. Next week. You're going to buy some passion when fruit. When we drive down to Clearwater Canyon, we'll have passion fruit in the car and we'll eat that on the way. You hope we do because it's is it hard to find? Yes. Do we have to go to Passion Island <laughs> in Newport Beach? <laughs> is no. there a Passion Island really? Fashion Island. I said passion, not fashion. No. And they used to call it fascist island too. <laughs> there you go. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, enjoy. Lemongrass. There's lemongrass in here. So lemongrass okay. is really good to cook with beef. Uh it says it enjoy with keta salmon maki. Mm, it's sushi. It's, and, it's sushi-ish. Okay. And then asparagus with balsamic vinaigrette. And I don't know about that. I would put it with the asparagus, but the balsamic seems like it would overpower this. So so the asparagus cooked or not cooked? Well, no, it's cooked. I was wondering if it's, do people, I mean, like no, pickled asparagus. Think, oh, well, you could do that. But. It seems like it would be really good with this. Yeah, I would do pickled asparagus, leave off the balsamic. I just said that, and I came up up with that all by myself. Good job. That's very unusual for me to have a moment like that. I kind of like it. (laughs) So, we missed Earth Day last week. Mm Mm-hmm. We love Earth Day. You wrote a blog post about Earth Day. Yeah, so... Earth Day and the social media and what they have in common. So Earth Day, you think of three R's, reduce, reuse, recycle, but there are actually two more, and it is refuse. Which is at the front end. Yes, and rot, which is... On the back end. On the back end, that's compost. So a lot of times um, we don't think about refusing things. Well... It is a lot like social media, but we don't think of refusing things. So, like, when we go to a conference or something, everyone's gathering up all the little goodies and swag. Yep. Just don't bring them home. <laughs> and then you don't have to worry about what you're going to do with them. Because, you, d- for the most part, you don't use all that stuff anyway. So, um, well, you know, refuse to. to buy things in, that have way too much packaging. I thought you were going to say they have way too much pocket change. No. Packaging. <laughs> Packaging. But that, but it is like that. Like Prilosec. <laughs> has way too much packaging. <laughs> Open up, Shelly. Let it go. Why don't you like the Prilosec's packaging? 
because there's way too much of it. Are they the ones that send you a little gift every time? No, that no, that's way too much packaging as well. So because we have eighteen so pa- water bottles now. So Prilosec, if you buy it at Costco, it has one box. Inside the one box, there are three boxes. Inside each box is a little tablet dispenser things like they could have that in the tiny tiny box what are those little um chinese uh things where you open it up and there's a smaller one and open it up and there's a smaller one No, those are not chinese they're russian yeah thank you what are those called they're matryoshka dolls a matryoshka bless you See, she doesn't like us in these headphones. Um, Okay. Uh, How about some wines we enjoyed this week while we taste through these one more time? What do you got? We had Double Dog Dare Chardonnay, which was not my favorite, but it was not very. It was an inexpensive Chardonnay, and it Mm -hmm. tasted like it. Yeah. We had... Jay Bouchon Canton Norte Red. Not bad. Well, it, it was so not bad, we accidentally blew through the whole bottle in one night. Yeah, I wouldn't admit that. <laughs> okay. We didn't. Wink, wink. <laughs> uh, we followed that double dog dare Chardonnay up with Mirrorwood Chardonnay. A little better. better. Much, I mean, it's much better. Yeah. And then we had a Montepulciano, which was lovely. And Cantina Valle Tritana. Mm-hmm. It was very good. Uh, next week, like we said, visit with Clearwater Canyon. And then uh, we're going to try to do a Facebook Live on the 7th. And we'll do that from Yucca Valley, California. Maybe on the medita- meditation deck. We'll just do a little five-minute um, Facebook Live. As long as you screen that place in and... Not have any rattlesnakes. Well, snakes can't jump up, jump up on the deck, or no, can they? I don't know. Yeah, I w- I'm going to help him put a screen. <laughs> it's only like eight, ten inches off the ground, but we're worried about rattlesnakes, you know, underneath and you know attacking ankles when you're trying to get up. Oh, that's fun. No, it's it. not. <laughs> I'm not going to think about it. That's episode 56 with Lindsay and Brian. 57, the 45th anniversary of the Judgment of Paris. It's going to be super fun. Episode 58, National Bubbly Day with Sam Lang, the sommelier of Beverly's. Yes, at the Coeur Resort. At the Coeur Resort. A big thanks to our sponsors, Studio 107, KB, and The Social Web. We thank you for being with us. And we look forward to next week with Clearwater Canyon. Shelly, I love you. Thank you. Good night. Say good night, Gracie. Gracie. (laughs) With a little bit of knowledge, wine becomes less overwhelming. Have an awesome weekend. At The Social Web, we believe that small businesses are the heart of the community and that social media enables small business owners and professionals to compete with larger brands without the huge marketing budget that the larger brands can afford. If you are ready to honor your business and yourself by taking control of your social media marketing, visit thesocialweb.news for more information. The Social Web and The Social Web Inner Circle, helping you untangle the web of social media marketing. Thank you for spending part of your day to wind down with Shelly and Phil. 
Remember, you can listen to any episode of the Wine Time Fridays podcast by visiting winetimefridays.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And join us on our Wine Time Fridays Facebook page, Instagram, or on Twitter, which is at Vintage Tweets for daily conversation. Until next week, here's our toast to you. To health, wealth, abundance, gratitude, peace on earth, and of course, romance.